The gospel this morning is from the book of John, chapters 9 and 10. Jesus heard that the Pharisees had driven the man born blind out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. God, here we are. We showed up today. Uh, remind us again through your spirit that you are up to something in the world, in our comings and our goings. So speak to us today through your spirit. Amen. So Aaron Rodgers, all-star, well-known quarterback in the NFL, decided to go on a four-day retreat without light. You may have read this story. He was secluded in a little hut with no windows as he withdrew from the world, discerning what was next for his football career. Now, I know nothing of Roger's faith practices, but clearly he knew he needed to get away from routines, his agent, technology, and all the forces around him to get quiet, to sit in silence. He needed to turn down all the voices, to truly listen to what was inside of him. And maybe after our reading today, and also listen to the whisper of the Good Shepherd. When I Googled one of these darkness huts, this is what appeared. 
the only access to this place is the door. We're still in the season of Easter, but we're back in John's Gospel to a story before Jesus' death. You may remember this in Lent. Pastor Christian preached on the story from the ninth chapter of John's Gospel. As Jesus makes his way, a man who has been born blind since death cries out to Jesus for healing. And Jesus stops and comes to him, takes dirt from the ground, and mixes it with his own spit and places the paste on the man's eyes And he is healed. He can see. And not only healed, but capable now of engaging in the community where he has lived his own life to contribute to that community and to receive fully. But his church community is provoked negatively by this man's healing. The man who used to beg and lay by the street was healed by dirt and saliva in the words of Jesus, and now this man is walking around, and something has changed, and instead of rejoicing with him, his church community questions the one who healed him. And so eventually they throw the man out of the community. In his healing and his new future, he is shunned. A son of their community has been miraculously healed. God was as near as the dirt of their town, but instead they are threatened. And Jesus is furious at the church community's inability to see what is right in front of them. And the one who takes the brunt of the hurt is the man who has been healed. In his miraculous healing moment, he is cast out. Imagine that man, now healed with unlimited potential, sitting outside the city gate or door, cast out by the ones who have known him. It is here that we begin chapter 10. It is here that this conversation with Jesus happens. Jesus leaves that church community that shunned the man, and he goes and searches, and he finds the man. And Jesus says to him, I am the gate. I am the door. The door that both protects and the door to new life. Those are the words of promise that Jesus offers the man. I am the door from your past now to your future. Now, Jesus says he's a lot of things in the Gospel of John. The bread of life, the light of the world, the good shepherd, the resurrection and the life, the way, the truth, and the life, and the true vine. But here... Jesus says, I am the door. I was thinking about doors. With one side, that door knows what goes on inside, and then the other side interacts with the world. Its function is to keep safe 
and also to open to the world. It is the transition point from inside to outside, from here to there. I am the door, Jesus says. Now, I would venture to guess you're probably experiencing some kind of transition in your life right now. Maybe you are moving or you have recently moved. Maybe you have a kid graduating from high school or college. Maybe you are contemplating or making a job shift, feeling a call to try something new, wanting to contribute in your life with purpose. Maybe you're going back to school. Maybe you're trying to find a new normal after death. Maybe it's ending a relationship or beginning a relationship. Jesus says, I am the door, the going out, and the coming in. Interestingly, Jesus does not say to the man, I am your answer, but instead the threshold that connects the known to the unknown, the place that connects us from now till what is next. And so receive Jesus' words as good news today. You are found in your transition like the blind man who was healed. Jesus is with you as you make your way from the past to the present, from what has been to what will be. And what an image for us as a church to be a door. And I have to be honest with you, I did not consider this would be the reading on the fourth Sunday of Easter when I stood up here in October and told you about Mount Olivet's next phase of our vision, Be Open, which is Open Doors. We knew the future of Mount Olivet was both within us and outside of us, and the way to connect the two was to open the door. So we invited you to invest in Mount Olivet's future, to lean into the generosity of a Mount Olivet member's family, and then the second wave of generosity that came through COVID relief funds, and then you followed to make a mortgage payoff of a million dollars happen on March 31st. And because we are no longer encumbered with mortgage debt, the door to the future is opened. Jesus says, I am the door. You are sitting among an incredible group of new members today who we will welcome in just a bit. And I marvel each time someone new walks in the door. What guts it takes to walk in to try a church in a new place, not know many people, to walk through the door. And I want you to know, new people of Mount Olivet, you are an embodied sign of hope. Because we are a community that continues to change and grow, adding now your gifts to the mix. Jesus is that threshold of yesterday and tomorrow. On April 15th, Mount Olivet hosted a showing of the movie Till, a drama film based on the true story of Mammy Till Bradley, an educator and activist who pursued justice after the murder of her 14-year-old son Emmett in August of 1955. 
A cousin of the Till family, Deborah Watts, a member of the Plymouth community, came to talk more about her family's pursuit of justice after all these decades. Maybe you were here, the sanctuary was filled, and most of the people who came were not members of Mount Olivet. For that day, Mount Olivet was a door, a place to gather, to have conversations and find others called to the work of racial justice. We're not called to passively wait to watch the world pass by. Jesus is not a window. Jesus is the door. To be a place where people can be equipped to enter new possibilities, for them to know Jesus, the door, is writing a future with hope. It is there that Jesus will find us to create community. And so I invite you now and this week to think about a transition in your life, in the angst and in the unknown. Hear that Jesus finds you as the door to the next thing. You are not alone. There is a future ahead. And then I invite you to think about someone else in your life who's experiencing transition right now. How can you be a door to that person? How can you help them with your presence? Hear that the passageway is there. Not to push that person through, but to let them know there is an opening to all that is next. They are found in their time of transition. So you may have heard that Aaron Rodgers decided to leave Green Bay after those four days away in a hut with only a door to take a new opportunity with the New York Jets. There's so much speculation, and who knows what will happen next. But he crossed the threshold to the next pasture, and he had an open door to get there. And I bet Aaron Rodgers didn't even realize that he was witnessing to Jesus in that decision that he made to tuck himself away and then to come back out. For all the ways that God can seem distant and silent in our lives, may the words of Jesus find you and us. I am the door, and I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. Amen.